0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Love and Dubai show. Today we have Lebanese social media star. Based in Dubai, Tracy's journey challenges social expectations and proves that it's never too late to pursue your dreams, a story to inspire. Welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you, Tracy. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. Thank wow, a round of applause as well. Thank you. <laughs> So tell us, um, I said right before the show, I've been following your journey for quite a while, but obviously people aren't born on Instagram. So how did your journey to social media start? And tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Sure. Uh, so I was, I, I mean, I started on social, I had a private account for the longest time, but I publicized my account back in 2018. Uh, I was in finance prior to that, so I kind of wanted to stay private with the, the clients that I had. I didn't really want to put myself an adventurous one. I was traveling and taking sick leaves off of work. So, so, um, I basically transitioned and it started with me adding, uh, I mean documenting progress. Progress in the gym because I had time on my hands, starting a new uh, training regime that I've never done before, calisthenics. And with that, I think people found relatability. And uh, when it's relatable, they kind of want to follow the the journey. So I think that was mainly my goal, to to find some sort of relatability between myself and the people that are following me. Amazing,
2: Definitely. So moving on to our next question, what inspired your powerful message, you're not too old and it's not too late? Uh,
1: I think it's because everything that I've discovered about myself, be it the real, version of real confidence versus the kind of confidence you think you have in your 20s, the career paths that I'm choosing now in my late 30s versus where I was in my 20s, remembering the fears I had in my 20s, um, the insecurities I had uh, with I'm running out of time, it's too late, be it in marriage and work and now being where I am now I kind of feel like I'm just getting started and I kind of wish that when I was 20 something, someone were to tell me,
2: yes, of course. You're not
1: too old and it's not too late, you know? So true, love that.
2: This really reminds me of the famous quote, if not now, then when? Mm -hmm. I feel like you really colorate really well with that quote for sure. And moving on to our second question leaving a 10 year career at 31 is bold. What drove this decision and how did it impact your life's trajectory?
1: Well, I mean, it obviously impacted it for the better. Not to say, and I would never push the idea of leaving your career. I think there's a lot of hardship that that comes with entrepreneurship, especially if you don't have resilience to stress and to volatility. So it is not for everybody. It's not the idea of transitioning. What what inspired me was just to do something that I'm proud of, that uh, I feel fulfilled and I have a purpose with. Okay, it's not so much about find your passion, all that jazz is really nice on paper, but when it comes to it, it could be very, very difficult to feel passionate about what you're doing, when you're running out of money, when everything is on your plate, when all the responsibilities are on you, when you don't have a team, when you don't have colleagues to help or offload or take over when you, when you want to go on holiday. Mm-hmm. So the idea is just to do something of purpose that makes you that's interesting for you, Uh, that you feel like you can add some value and that's kind of what inspired me i felt like i was plateauing in my old career in terms of my interest in the career not the fact that the career the career itself was plateaued but my interest in it was plateauing so that was my biggest inspiration and the only thing that keeps you going is if you have that kind of resilience and you can keep pushing through you know
0: speaking of resilience and pushing through and just a little bit back on the it's never too old it's never too late do you have any key life moments that you feel that? kind of resonate with that so that you've been able to kind of overcome the, you know, if you're going from 20s to 30s, what key mom- key moments have you changed or turned on their head based on that philosophy?
1: Yeah, I mean, one that comes to mind uh, would be a breakup at 27. I know in this region and even across the world, a lot of girls that are 24, 25, 26, tend to think of marriage very soon. A lot don't, but a lot do. And then they tend to think I don't have a guy yet, I haven't been in a relationship in such a long Mm. time. And when my breakup after a five-year very serious relationship happened, at 27 I was devastated. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm gonna find another guy right now. I'm not ready to date. I never wanted to date more than one or two guys before I get married. You know, I had the the tick box. Mm. And then, I mean, when it happened, you're forced to be alone. You're forced to figure it out and enjoy your life as it is while you're single. And then you're not only just being single, you're enjoying yourself, your companionship, and I grew a lot from that. And I thought to myself later on, when I got married at 35, I got, I mean, I didn't get married till 35, and I'm super happy. Obviously, I have a great husband. And again, another thing, you're it's not too old, so it's, you're never too old, and it's not, you're not too old, and you're not too, and it's not too late. And it, it's only the case, and it's only applicable. And I keep saying that. If you're the kind of person that will put yourself in a situation where you're going to say, I'm going to power through this, this is a test of life, and I'm going to push through it, I'm going to do what I can to be happy, to be good, to be content, so I can attract the right things. Because if you don't put yourself, then yeah, absolutely, it is too late, and you are too old, because you're acting as such, so you're going to attract that kind of energy. So that saying only is applicable if you really put yourself in a position to say, I got this, you know, and you feel the confidence and you wear the shoes properly and you feel the confidence to do so and you attract accordingly. So So do
2: you feel like that breakup you went through opened your eyes to a lot of different things?
1: Not the breakup per se, but it was one of the many tests of yes. life and one of the things that made me feel like, okay, I got this. And then a career change at 31, oh my God, this could going to be the end of the world. I'm never <laughs> going to be able to find something that I'm good at. Obviously, things showed otherwise. I got this. Uh, uh, losing money, making money after that again, great, I got this. So, I mean, obviously with age, you have the experience to say, oh, okay, it wasn't just the one-off luck. It wasn't just the second thing that I got lucky with. This is life. This is life. You lose and you make and you you take a step back and you take two steps forward and people should recognize the pattern and then you know be okay to handle the next one that comes about you know.
0: Speaking of being able to handle the next one um, I feel like I know parts of your life because I followed your journey for a certain point so from learning a backflip you've started an app. Lots of different pivotal life moments. But from the outsider's perspective, everything kind of looks glossy, right? Mm -hmm. So is there any kind of specific challenge that you would describe that you've been able to overcome that maybe we may not know about?
1: Oh man, so many. I don't even know where to start. But I I kind of, I, I mean, I try to talk about challenges. I mean, I think that's what my own podcast is about, what they don't tell us. So I try to live my life showing the challenges along the way. Uh, and not just the final product. I think that's really important for anyone in entrepreneurial positions. I mean, people don't, it's not very inspiring to show the end polished product. What's more inspiring, if someone says, by the way, I failed 25 times before I got this right. And I'm like, okay, now I have some ammunition to keep moving forward. That is inspiring to me. It's not so inspiring to say, look at my final product. This app looks great. And for me, it was, you know, uh, starting a business, uh, when I opened my company Untraceable, I wanted it to be an adventure concept. COVID hit, a few things happened, and I didn't have the courage to put it out because I thought, if it's not perfect, then it's not ready to be out. And if my concept is not perfect in my mind, then it shouldn't be out yet. And little did I know after I started different businesses later that actually, no, if you just, you have to put it out first to test the concept, no one's going to care if it's not perfect first. You can always adjust and fix an event. How many brands do we know We're like, oh, wow, oh, I never really paid attention to this brand, but this year, it looks great. The packaging's different. The flavors are different. People are okay to allow you to make mistakes publicly. You don't need to kind of dwell in your, your fears of it not being perfect. That was my biggest lesson. I kind of took that with me along the way. I feel like
2: both you and me are quite curious to know on the topic of your career, who has impacted your, the career, your career the most? Who has inspired your career the most? Which figure in your life? Uh,
1: I think it's many things. Uh, I think it's, I mean, many people and many things as well. It's, it's a value system that I've held since I was very young mm-hmm. at the thought of it's not okay for you not to be independent. And I've seen that firsthand of what happens in a family if you do not know how to be independent yourself. Um, if uh, a family member loses money, as unable to make money. If you're widowed, if so and so and so, and then you're in a position where you're stuck because you've never figured out a way, a version of making money, not a full-time job, not one of those different difficult situations where you're unable to raise kids, be it a man or a woman. If you're unable to be independent in all aspects whether it's financial or whether it's doing your own laundry or whether it's Making a basic meal at home a version of independence and life happens You'll be stuck and when you're stuck you won't know how to make decisions. So that concept on its own Inspires me that I need to be able to figure out different ways to make money Smartly where I don't need to be giving all of my time trading all of my time for money No, I could you know, kind of find a, a smart balance where I can make some passive income, I could, you know, dabble with a podcast here, different streams of income that's not really making me drown. So that's one thing. And then the people I surround myself with, I would say uh, people that have done it before me in the specific industry. So assume that my, uh, my latest venture, Mama Buza, uh, it's an ice cream concept that I have, and I'm very proud of it. Anyone that I've known in FMB, I think it's important to surround, pe- surround yourself with people that have done it before you ask the questions, be uh, vulnerable enough or or park your ego on the side to say, you know what, I need to know, I don't know, and I need to know. So that is on the on Mama Buza's front, uh, on social media. My friends that were on social before me, obviously, hey, I don't know how to charge for this. I don't know what what publication to put this on. Please help me out. And, you know, you just surround yourself with people and ask the questions. I mean, ask, ask, ask. No one's going to judge you. No one's going to think you don't know. You're not smart enough. Just ask the questions, and you will get smart enough. And then people will ask you one day, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. So surrounding yourself with the right people.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: It does bring us on to the next question of, like, career marriage, life and finding that balance. Do you have tips for people who struggle whether or not they have a full-time career or whether or not they're freelancing roles like to get that? Do you believe in work-life balance and do you do you, do you feel like you've achieved it?
1: Yes, uh, I definitely believe in work-life balance and if you don't feel you have it then you're doing something wrong because there's only so much you can do before you burn out. Uh, with uh, I mean at times i i mean i like to take care of my home i like to care take care of my husband i like to cook i like to cook for him i have this nurturing kind of uh mentality but i'm also a career woman so i'm not to say that you need to do everything you need to be everything but at times i'm like baby i just let's order food all week i have a crazy ass uh job that i need to get to there's no way i can handle it this year this week i have a big proposal i need to work on and then he takes over so i think that we kind of have this balance where please manage the house or the maintenance or whatever, and I'll be at work, and when he has a busy week, I'll manage everything, the pets and whatever. Uh, that's that's important. I think uh, Wa'el and I also work together a lot, and I love that, because our conversation is not solely around, okay, so how are the dogs and how's the, how's the bird, and we're not talking about the house stuff. Eventually, when we have kids, a lot of families end up talking about kids only. With us, we inspire each other with ideas, with conversation, with goals. We put, set goals together, so that's work-life balance for me because it's my life with my husband, and we're talking about work and we're trying to put everything together. I think an old mentality was don't work with your spouse; it'll be hell. And yeah, maybe we do fight. We we, see head, we go head to head because we don't we don't uh, see eye to eye on a specific project. But the idea of relationships is to work on. Better communication on how to get your point across by kind of being considerate to somebody else's point. So, whether we're talking about work or whether we're talking about a fight, it's the same thing. It's practice. And we're putting that into practice, but it just so happens to be in the work and uh, a uh, work related conversation.
2: You know, I'd really like to ask you something. So, a lot of young people, teenagers, people in their early 20s, they deal a lot with the pressure of social media. And of course, as you a face in social media, what would be your biggest advice to them, especially females?
1: Okay. Um so if we're talking about really young girls, I would say it starts with the parents to kind of guide your children safely on social media. You should know better because it's gonna be I mean, already we fall for a lot of that the social media tricks, the AI girls. Uh, the filters. I mean, we sometimes fall for it, and we're like, "Oh man, but my face is not that perfect, or my nose is not that perfect." That we tend to forget. Oh, maybe there's a filter on there. Maybe it's edited. So it starts with the parents to kind of guide their teenage girls, especially that this is not real. This is what pores look like. This is what uh, skin looks like. So it starts there. Secondly, uh, I think there's a lot. There's a huge influx of teenagers that want to be famous. I mean, I, I sit with friends of mine or people I meet and the first question their kids would ask me around that age bracket is, how many followers do you have? Wow. Or mm-hmm. uh, are you famous on social media? And it just like cat- it catches me off guard. Mm-hmm. And the parents either feel embarrassed or they're like, oh, I'm sorry, but you know how it is. And then I'm like, I know how it is. I'm not judging the kids because this is the conversation. We used to talk about magazine covers when it was back in our day. And this is the generation. But if there's anything that that would actually ease the the insecurity of the following and and what's important in trying to be famous is if you're famous for something if your kid wants to be on social media i don't think that's the issue i think the bigger thing is get on social media but what message are you going to put out there what are, what are you going to be famous for you're not going to just grow a following cuz when you're when you have no purpose or no north star then you're just going to put anything and everything. You're going to copy other people. You're going to be someone you're not. And that pressure is a pressure that most kids break from. They can't handle because they're wearing boots that don't fit. If you're the best martial artist in your class, in a class that you're taking, and you're putting your martial arts on Instagram and you're growing, then the pressure is to be the best martial artist. It's not to grow a giant following. It is to be the best martial artist. and. The byproduct is, you'll probably get famous on Instagram. But at the same time, you would have learned an amazing skill that you could take with you in the future. So I think that is the most important thing. Find something you're good at. The best makeup artist, the best painter, the best martial artist, or whatever it is, and put it online. And that pressure would kind of be growing in the skill and not growing a following
0: strong advice um we only have time for a couple more questions and one thing that we have to ask is of course your bestie speak of social media oh, what are your besties is karen was not mm-hmm. so we wanted to ask just rewind tell people how you guys met uh how you know each other
1: wow uh since we're five actually we were she used to live in she was born in the uk i was born in the us and then we both moved to lebanon at the same time in the same year in the same grade so we kind of Found a click. Oh, okay, you're new and I'm new, so let's be friends. And we were best friends ever since. We went to the same school. Uh, same. Uh, we, we grew up. Uh, we left Lebanon at the same time. She moved to the UK, um, and then I moved to Dubai, and then we met in Dubai. Uh, so I mean, it was like a really old really, really old friendship and we've been best friends ever since. so cute. Childhood
0: (laughs) friends are honestly, that's adorable. And how you meet in Dubai, you know, like I think of my besties around the world. I just wish they were here, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, we,
1: we spent some time apart when she was in London and I was here for work. I moved here when I was 21 and she was doing her master's in London, but luckily, I introduced her to her husband who lived here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he was, I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, yeah. He was he was basically, I mean, he was part of my group because I was dating a guy who was who was living with him actually. So I know him very well. And then Karen wanted to come to Dubai. And she wanted to look for a job. So she basically asked uh, me to introduce her to someone. So I sent an email to Luch uh, saying I called him like this, I'm gonna introduce you to my friend, help her find this so and so job in this company. So I'm like, hey Luch. Uh, here's Karen, CC, and then she had no idea who I was introducing her to because I didn't brief her. So she's like, hi, Mr. Bahazi. may I, this is my resume. She was like, so super much. formal. And then he's like, uh, you don't have to be so formal, Karen. Sure, thanks for the CV." So I think they started chatting then. They met in Lebanon, and then he introduced himself as, hi, I'm Mr. Bahazi. She's like, no, that's what you look like. I thought you were like this old craggly guy, and now that's what you end up looking like. So... So
0: this is how we get our besties to move to Dubai. The, we find love the that. Gag. Find them
1: their love of the, uh, their life.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, before you leave us, you mentioned a couple of things. So you're working on a podcast and your latest ice cream venture. Can right. you give us a, like a rundown of everything you've got going on right now? Wow. Okay. Where can I get this ice cream? I, was, I saw your Instagram, and I'm like, on Deliveroo. Where did I get it? It's currently on Deliveroo. It is the best
1: ice cream, i got to say. I mean, it's Arabian flavors, so we're so excited about it uh, because it's we're we're kind of celebrating the culture. So, uh, you have the knefe, the ashta. You have the dark chocolate, like proper lint-based dark chocolate, um, pistachio. I mean, it's 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 a good range of, of flavors. So Sold. I want you guys to try it. You gotta <laughs> let go. me know what you think.
2: We're already dining out too much. We just spoke about it on the show. So you just add it to We're that. Easy, another Listerous. another reason
1: for you to order. And you can order here. Actually, they deliver all across Dubai. That's amazing. Mama Busa. We're so excited about it. It's my first product. As a service, I have obviously the Untraceable app where I still have my training programs there. And my podcast, which is my baby, and I love it so much, What They Don't Tell Us, um, because it is something that I needed. Uh, I needed people to talk about the things that they don't tell us, not the polished version of things, not the things that we figure out later in life, but the things we should have learned in school before many other things, but most of us have it. So What They Don't Tell Us is meant to change people's mindsets, to get them to unlearn where needed and to learn new things, to help them get more equipped with life. So that's on YouTube um, and anything audio as well.
0: Amazing. Brilliant! Uh, thank you so much um, for being so real and honest on the show. Um, I think you've dished out some great tips for everyone watching, so we really appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure! Thank you so much for you having me. You actually left lady.
1: me speechless. By
2: the way, like I have goosebumps <laughs> I the whole time I was listening. to her <laughs> so <laughs> deeply. Oh, thank you! It was really great. Thank
0: you, guys. Thanks for can, having me. It's Friday morning, um, and we leave you there. We'll be back with you on Monday morning, same time, same place. Goodbye for me. Bye. <laughs>